0: i'm black dragon welcome to black dragon biker tv and as always i'd like to thank you all for tuning in from wherever it is in the world that you happen to be so uh we're just going to get right into it um a tough morning for the people in uh the ukraine uh it seems that uh i, I just have to be honest i I just thought all of this was a whole bunch of saber-rattling. I didn't think anybody was ever actually going to go into uh, Ukraine and attack. And it seems that that's what's going on. So, uh, I don't know. I could talk about biker stuff this morning, but uh, it seems to me like there's something a little bit more important going on in the world. So, we have uh, a biker over in Russia. Now, he's been on our show before. His name is Compass. Uh, he's involved in media and everything, and he's just a regular Russian guy that, that works there in Russia, is a, has a family, has a wife, doing his thing, and, um, you know, he's a guy in Russia that we know, so I I asked him if he would come on and talk about it from a Russian perspective, and, uh, so we're just going to talk to him for a little bit. Compass, welcome to the show, man. How are you?
1: Hi, baby. It's, uh pleasure to see you, even though the reason for seeing each other is not so good as it usually is. I hope you can hear me everything is okay with connection. Yeah, we hear you. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a tough morning indeed. Nobody expected this would happen here. Nobody expected.
0: Mm. So, um, I, I don't know, um, i didn't think it would happen but i i would think that i mean uh you know they he said he had no interest in occupying the country he said um he uh wasn't going to attack uh but the people in russia didn't you know you didn't know your leader you didn't figure out figure see this coming
1: nobody sees this coming we saw as just a muscle playing uh if, as far as you probably have read the news several weeks ago the uh, Uh, Training started along the uh, borders in Belarus and Russia along the borders with Ukraine, and later on Vladimir Putin promised uh, Vladimir Putin promised to President Macron from France that he will bring away all military forces away from the borders and nothing will happen. But two days ago, Vladimir Putin declared that NATO. Including United States of America and including all NATO participants, are just taking Russia by throat by attempts with attempts to post uh, their bases in Ukraine and in Crimea, and that's literally I will quote his words like a knife put onto the throat of Russia. That's why he declared he recognizes. Donetsk and Lugansk Republics as independent Republics Maximum thoughts of ours Were that uh, Maybe he will Bring his uh, Army to uh, Donetsk and Lugansk And that's it Maybe he will Have some struggle with Ukrainian army Up to borders of uh, Lugansk and Donetsk Republics but now, according to the news we see, there are multiple cities bombed, attacked by ballistic rockets. A lot of buildings are destroyed. Lots of military bases are destroyed. Uh, there are multiple videos and pictures you can find in the Internet of burning tanks, aircrafts. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we... Soldiers killed Russian, Ukrainian, so many of them many casualties I have seen and noticed the question in comments what's my opinion as a simple Russian citizen about the situation, This is just a disaster we were the closest peoples with Ukraine we have quite mutual language, so many mutual things happened in history we have so much of common background into our countries and now we became Kind of enemies, that's just a disaster for us. But um, the thing is, according to our official statements of our official government, the main reason is that there are supporters of uh, Western ideology in Ukraine, and we must change it because they are a threat to us. Um, if you have seen I don't know if it was broadcasted in US but uh, two days ago before Putin declared he recognizes these two republics as independent there were safety council or something like that uh, defense council like that uh, consulting with him and he asked them questions about their opinion and uh, many of them declared there are Nazis in Ukrainian government we do not want them to be there they are opposing Russia they are racist towards Russia that's why we consider recognition of Donetsk and Lugansk republics as the only way out that's what he did and uh, that's what he did today now the situation is is the following there are combats along the whole front line they are not stopping several cities are under assault um, Ukraine stopped all diplomatic relationships with Russia immediately we don't have any diplomatic relationships now officially the same as with Georgia since 2008 and uh, damn I don't know what's going to happen next for now as far as I know NATO declared I don't know if it's true or not I just read this in the news that NATO declared they are sending more troops to Eastern Europe and they're planning to start reali- realizing realization implementation of their defense plans. All NATO troops are now completely prepared for combat. Wow. Um
0: what do what do people are uh, in your area <clears throat> uh, what do average Russian folks that you know, what do they feel? How do they feel about this? Do they I mean is this Disgraceful? Is this angry? Or, or is this something that 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 Russians want to do? Do you guys want to take Ukraine back?
1: Opinions split, split a lot. There are some people who support Vladimir Putin. They support government. They say he's doing everything correct. Uh, we want Russian Empire back. We want him to be king, tsar, and emperor. And uh, that stuff, but there are also lots of people who think this is a disgrace, attack on a nearby country that is much weaker than our as in our countries in military meaning. I mean, and uh, not everybody like it. I have. Seen in news that many people now are trying to go on the streets and uh, start protests against war. These are just piece of peaceful demonstration of pacifist people, but almost all of them are immediately being arrested. Immediately. Oh my goodness. As soon as you are starting to shout anything, they put you in the cuffs and arrest you immediately. Today, uh, in one hour 20 minutes, 7 p.m. Moscow time, there is planned a big de- peaceful demonstration in Moscow city at Tverskaya Square and Pushkinskaya Metro Station. But uh, even now, they are closing Moscow city center. Red Square and nearby squares are just blocked. They don't let people in. And uh, I'm afraid just police will oppress all attempts to start any protests immediately that's how it works here
0: yeah so um the um the sanctions that 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 biden keeps talking about these sanctions are they hurting are these sanctions hurting Same. the average average russian and mm-hmm. how, how are they hurting you
1: average russian person let's say so today no yesterday a laptop average laptop here costed about forty thousand rubles now it costs three times more. One
0: hundred twenty thousand rubles.
1: Yeah, huge monies. So yesterday the course of dollar was here uh, eighty rubles per one dollar. Now it's over one hundred.
0: So 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 the,
1: the yes, the sanctions bite us in the ass.
0: How does the average uh, Russian feel about that? Is there anger? Is there uh, uh, disbelief? Um, how how do you plan on it's getting along? It's just
1: disbelief. Complete yeah. disbelief. We never expected this to happen. We thought, well, maybe they will just show their muscles. Putin will take his shirt off again, shows how strong it is, he is. But we never expected he will start such a bloodshed. Well, of course, I'm not saying they are just... Pulling Ukrainian people outside and shooting them just because they are Ukrainians. They're not burning down hospitals or just simple people. But, anyways, that's, can you imagine the United States of America attacking Canada? Because you no. have some <laughs> territory arguments in the past. Had some territory arguments in the past.
0: And we've actually had some, but we didn't go to war over it. Um... What do, you, what do you see uh, uh, as an outcome? Where, where do you think this is going to go uh, from, from where you guys sit?
1: Mm. Let's say so. Official sources from Kremlin declare now the, the aim, the task, the goal of this whole operation. By the way, our officials don't say, don't pronounce the world the word war. It's not war. That's a special operation. And the goal of the special operation is elimination of Nazi government in Ukraine. That's the official position, and uh, changing it backwards to the ones that is sympathizes to Russia uh, officials. That's you know, the official goal.
0: You know, that's something we were trying to figure out here. Uh, what What is a Nazi government? Uh, who? It, what What does it? How What is a Nazi uh, government doing? I mean, please. What's the definition of that?
1: Uh, we have to get back to history a little bit in this meaning. The thing is that during Great Patriotic War, that is considered as part of World War II, when uh, National Socialist Germany invaded Soviet Union, lots of Ukrainians, especially in western parts of Ukraine, supported Nazis, and uh, they have created the forces. That were fighting against Soviet Union. Uh, the main guy there was a guy with a surname Bandera, Stepan Bandera. He was completely against Russia, completely against communism, and uh, they have committed multiple military crimes. The thing is that nowadays in Ukraine, uh, most people think he's a hero he did everything correctly and uh, they consider these Nazi supporters as heroes uh, as you, have, you probably have read in the uh, last few years Ukrainians renamed so many cities uh, roads uh, they changed Russian names to Ukrainian names
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's called the progress, uh, process of decommunization mm-hmm. so eliminating everything related to communism so, literally, two days ago, Vladimir Putin told the, told literally, you want decommunization? I will show you decommunization. End of
0: quote. So, I guess they took down the statues too?
1: Yes, they have destroyed completely all, all uh, they have completely demolished all uh, m- monuments to Lenin, to Russian people, are here who were uh, installed there and uh, not the only Russia is struggling today uh, with this horrible news as you have probably read about six hours ago China have sent their battleships to Taiwan ah. what's going to happen there nobody knows and uh, China don't even pretend to play as democratic countries they are communists so they don't have any limits.
0: What does your citizenry think of or know of uh, what, or feel about uh, Joe Biden, President Biden? What do, they, what do they think about him?
1: They don't take him seriously. Because that's just words, words, words. Sanctions. We live with sanctions for plus say years already. So these sanctions, okay, so rubble, our currency, ruble, will become cheaper. So anyway, we live here. The prices will be in Russian money, so it doesn't mean that much. But now the reaction of Western countries interests us mostly what's going to happen. For instance, there are lots of protests uh in Poland for instance in Warsaw there are hundreds thousands hundreds of people next to Russian embassy. Uh in Ireland in the city of Dublin, a Russian embassy was uh covered with uh, red paint like blood. So many people protest. Uh, Czech Republic stopped issuing visas to Russians completely today. And they are calling up to whole european union to do the same stop taking stop uh, issuing visas to russian citizens so um, we don't know what's going to happen next we don't know what to expect but the only thing that we see as a fact prices increased incredibly just incredibly mm-hmm. about three times About three times Some people are running around the cities Buying ammunition and food Just in case Nobody knows what's going to happen next And as a fact It's already confirmed By officials in Russia uh, Ukrainian Rockets uh, Hit some regions Of Russian Federation In Bryansk region And in Crimea region If I remember correctly Bryansk exactly Definitely. And we are not saying that uh, there are no casualties. There are.
0: Right. Ah, so, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's terrifying. I had not heard yet that uh, China sent battleships to Russia. I mean, it's perfect timing. <laughs> um,
1: While well, everybody are looking to Ukraine, why not just go and take Taiwan? Why not?
0: Yeah. Uh, While well,
1: everybody are distracted. Uh, For now, European Union, just about two hours before, European Union declared that they will accept all refugees from Ukraine. So, European Union is welcoming them. Because people just are afraid to go home.
0: Well, how can they get out? They're surrounded on three sides. So... um. You know, they're sitting down, and you happen to know something a little bit. of. You got some friends in in Ukraine or or something like that? What what do you know about what's going on inside Ukraine?
1: I have friends and people who I do know in Ukraine, and um, it's just terrifying. There are helicopters flying, aircrafts flying, rockets flying everywhere. Uh, For now, as far as I know, several explosions happened near, near next to Kyiv city, capital of Ukraine. People are hiding in metro stations. You can see photos of it on the internet. And uh, what else? So it all began about 4, 5 a.m. at Moscow time. The first hit uh, was to military objects like military bases, rockets, and uh, ammunition warehouses. Second hit was to uh, airfields, and uh, only then they have started to advance as infantry, with tanks and some infantry. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, it's not an official war, according to Russian officials, so, um, you know, we have regular army here that are not contract army. So they're not sending these regular soldiers onwards, only the contractual forces. And uh, it's opposite in Ukraine. About six hours ago, President of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, declared total mobilization in Ukraine. And that means everybody who can hold a machine gun or a rifle should go to military commissariat and uh, enroll into army. So they mm-hmm. consider this as war. The horriblest thing is that history of Russia as a people started from Kiev City and now we are going to bomb Kiev. Fuck, how, how could we come to this? How could we come to this? Last time city, uh, Kiev City was bombed by Nazis in the 1940s. And now we are facing the situation when Russia is going to bomb Kyiv. How, how could this happen?
0: And this idea of ridding, uh, of getting rid of the the, the Nazi uh, government um, wow how it all ties
1: can say this is not I cannot say this is not true truth completely because uh, in Ukraine indeed several years ago they have started to have uh, marches with people waving their hands in Nazi salutes they have started to have marches with uh, torches in their hands, the same like Nazis did in 1938. Uh, so, there are even their officials that claim uh, there is no Russians, they are just someone who descended from Ukraine and uh, other insulting things towards us.
0: Yeah. Um have you had any news about uh the ability of ukraine to fight back is are they inflicting any casualties
1: yes they are fighting back according to ukrainian officials uh they have destroyed about six russian tanks about six helicopters and about seven airplanes Mostly, both sides are using uh i don't know exactly how to say it in English like aircraft, small ones that are flying without pilots that are controlled decently
0: we call those drones
1: yes like yeah completely yeah, drones um i don't know if it's fake or not, but in the internet, you can find videos like they are made from Ukrainian drone destroying for Russian tanks. I don't know if it's fake or not, but I have seen it. It's just horrific. Wow.
0: Um, so you say uh, folks are buying ammunition stuff. So you guys have gun laws like ours? You're able to, to, to carry guns around and everybody's got an AR-15 or something laying around?
1: No. In Russian Federation you cannot have officially a uh, combat weapon that shoots bullets. Uh, you can only have if you're a civilian, uh, traumatic handguns, the things that uh, shoots with rubber bullets, just pieces of rubber. And uh, another option, if you are in hunting, f- after several years of owning the license, you can buy high hunting uh, shotgun, shooting the bird shot so officially you can you don't have a permission you cannot have a combat uh firearms okay in but in ukraine by the way this morning they have declared that they're canceling this they declared you can just go to military base show your passport that you are ukrainian and they will give you a firearm to fight against how they say call it invaders Wow! According to Russian official officials, we are not invading; we are liberating Ukraine from Nazi regime. That's official position of Russian Federation government.
0: And this is based on World War Two.
1: Mm, yep, that's based on World War II. It's based on the situation that eastern regions of Ukraine, Lugansk and Donetsk, were given to Ukraine Soviet Republic as a present by uh khrushchev mm-hmm. same as crimea given mm-hmm. to ukraine by khrushchev that's why vladimir putin considers this as injustice and uh, this is not how it should be as he says
0: so what is the what do you think the long-term plan is i mean how long can can the russian people uh withstand uh these sanctions i mean are, are they are, are they really capable of hurting you i mean it seems like you've lived under sanctions forever, like. It's not going to really mean much.
1: Yeah, the thing is, people got used to living under sanctions, so like, some more. Like Cuba. Some more, some less. People got used to it. There is a very good, in my opinion, metaphoric word. Um, for now, the TV, the propaganda, weighs more than a fridge. But as soon as fridge will start waiting more than propaganda, the thing will start to change. Hmm. For now, people have something to eat, they had some entertainments, and uh, they had something to do, but what's going to happen now? Now I, I doubt we will have a possibility just to go, get a visa, and uh, fly to Europe to have some rest. For instance, to Czech Republic, it's impossible now. They have blocked it. Right. Right. That's how it is.
0: So what? What? What's What's next? What do you guys do? What's next for for the average person over there?
1: We will see what's going to happen after protests here in one hour. What's go? What? How will police react? And then we will see. By the way, just read the news. The Ministry of Internal Affairs in Romania started uh, to build the temporary sensors for refugees in Ukraine, and uh, some parts of southwestern Ukraine said they will probably have. Um, referendums to split away from Ukraine because they have most uh ethnically Hungarian and Romanian people. Right. Ukraine is just falling apart. There is an opinion by the way that probably Ukraine will be just split in half. Western Ukraine will go to Poland and Hungary and eastern parts will go to Russia. No Ukraine
0: How was is- how was Ukraine created? Uh, you have to forgive my, my knowledge of history. Uh, has Ukraine always been around, or, or did that no. come as a function of the loss of uh, World War II, or the or the uh, result of World War II?
1: The thing is that, let's get back to Russia, he, Russian history and European history again. The thing is that uh, Ukraine as uh, a country never existed up to 1991. Oh. Never. There were territories where people spoke Ukrainian language. They considered them as Ukrainians. But it was about in the beginning of 17th century when Ivan the Terrible was in reign. The thing is, back then, it was kind of independent territory where Cossacks lived. At some moment, from Western part, at Western part, they were attacked by Polish And from southern part, from Crimea, back then Crimea was part of uh, Osmanian or Turkish Empire. They were attacked by Crimean Tatars, Muslims. And they couldn't stand uh, to both sides. So they have addressed to Russian Tsar to help them against their enemies. Otherwise, they would have been just destroyed. Russian said, OK, we will help you. Russian Tsar sent troops to Ukraine. We helped helped Ukraine back then, it was called Zaporozhye, to stand against invaders from Poland and Crimea. And uh, since then, the Ukrainian territories kind of joined Russia and we were together up to 1991. When Soviet Union began, it was in 1922, if I remember correctly, the, the year. Vladimir Lenin declared creation of Soviet Republic Ukraine. So that was the first um, shape of Ukraine as a separate region. Later on, they have received western parts of Ukraine taken away from Poland as a part of Ukraine and uh, eastern parts of ukraine were assigned to ukraine as a territories later on after world war ii same as crimea when another revolution happened in 1991 as uh you have you all probably are aware as soviet union collapsed and many countries became independent including ukraine yeah. so uh ukraine became independent country in the borders that were installed in 1922 as uh, it was in Soviet Ukraine the thing is, the main thing is and that's why the conflict happens now that in eastern regions, Lugansk and Donetsk most inhabitants are ethnically Russian They uh, they are Russian Orthodox Christians uh, they speak Russian, but they live in territory that officially belongs to Ukraine. And that's the main point. When the Ukrainian government started their uh, reformations in these regions, they have banned Russian language in official instances. They have banned Russian language as a second official language in a country and uh, they have split their own orthodoxal church from Russian orthodoxal church and many churches were closed so from people were taken away their right to use their own language, no Russian language officially for you their faith, no official praying to Russian Christianity for you and the main thing, two years ago or three years ago, Ukraine accepted the law where um, it is stated that there are um, main uh, people Ukrainians in Ukraine and all others are secondary so that meant if you are Russian by nation not by passport, by nation you are second type you are not the main type of person here
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how could people react? They have lived in this country, in these cities for many years, decades. Their parents grew up and died here. And now they're saying, no, you cannot call yourself Russian. You cannot speak Russian in official instances. So that's why so there's the some, clash began.
0: Yeah, there's some real animus there. There's uh, some some real issues Uh but, you know, was this war the answer? Uh, what's going to happen to all of these uh, people that are going to be rooted up? What, how, how could this be the answer? How could this be what we should be doing?
1: Uh, by the way, about citizenship, the thing is that about one and a half or two years ago, maybe last time, uh Russian Federation started to issue Russian passports to inhabitants of these regions. So, uh, they are officially, according to Russian Federation They are citizens of Russian Federation So they will just be accepted to Russian Federation Whenever they want I, My guess My guess would be That first uh, Donetsk and Lugansk Republics will become part of Russian Federation Once again Everyone That's just my opinion Only my opinion I'm saying this to people who would probably watch this video later here in Russia, and there is—I will say something very personal now. There is a risk that in a couple of hours I will hear the knock on the door. I'm not joking. No, I'm not afraid, man. I'm not afraid.
0: I—I—I uh, I, I so, don't want to be, and I don't want to. You're
1: another reason. You're another reason. So, um, probably. Donetsk and Lugansk will become part of Russian Federation there will be friendly uh, regime to Russia installed in Kiev and uh, western Ukraine will just remain independent I guess or will go to Poland and Romania with Hungary I guess what you look very terrified
0: (laughs) for you I am
1: yes for me,
0: I don't. Uh, you know we uh, we can say whatever the hell we want to say here. We I uh, guess you're on the for,
1: opposite side of uh, our planet. For the most, I,
0: I I don't want you saying anything that's going to get you. Um, I, which is probably too late now. I it's too
1: late now. I um I'm not scared. Remember. Didi, every day we ride our motorcycles when we can with the risk to be hit by a truck and die instantly. So taking a risk, it's something we have every day. And I would rather prefer to raise my voice and say what do I think than living till the end of my life, standing on my knees, bowing my hands up to the ones I don't I don't agree with.
0: Yeah, that's that biker thing, man.
1: One percent are shit yes <laughs> um, stand your ground even if you stand alone
0: no, I could delete this video and then it'd be gone
1: no 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 then <laughs> in this case uh this would can this would be in vain I would like you to keep this video I would like you to keep it. Uh, anyway I'm not an official person I'm just a regular guy I don't have any influence on government I don't have any official posts so I can say mostly anything I'm not saying there there are absolutely no reasons for that as I have told you there are some reasons because uh, people are oppressed by their nation, by their religion, by their their language their language right so, but I completely think that war is never an answer.
0: Wow, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I, uh,
1: maybe our uh, viewers have questions. <laughs> like, I just don't see the chat. <laughs> maybe they have something to ask.
0: You guys have any questions out there to ask? Um, While I'm
1: still here, while I can speak yet,
0: (laughs) you, uh, you know, uh, I just feel real shitty about asking you for this interview right now. I I didn't even, I didn't even.
1: uh, If they would have wanted me to get arrested, they would have done this long ago. Because uh, in 2013, when uh, Alexei Navalny wanted to become mayor of Moscow, I have met him. I shook his Oh, that's hand. crazy. I have <laughs> talked to him. So if they would have wanted to get me arrested, I would have been arrested long time ago. So, I guess there is not much risk for me now.
0: Dude, you got tears coming what? down my face. I can't even... Oh, man, no, don't...
1: Ah. <laughs>
0: uh... uh jesus i you know i i i volunteered to fight for my country so we could say anything we wanted sometimes we forget that this is not uh the rule other places um we we have a, uh and 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 you know speaking your mind doesn't always uh, it can get you messed up over here too <laughs> but mm-hmm. but but um I wouldn't be afraid that somebody's going to come and knock on my door after a show like this today. And I, I pray for you, and I, and I hope that, uh, and I pray that uh, my subscribers will pray for you. Um. Mm-hmm. Gee. Um. I, uh, you know, maybe I'm, I, I'm not as tough an interviewer as I thought I was. Um. Um.
1: No, you, you're free to ask anything you want. That's I'm. By, well, I'll answer all the questions you have your country have paid the price for freedom uh. in civil war and uh, in independence war
0: yeah many of our people have uh, have um, paid the price um uh. What did the Russian citizens think of Trump, somebody asked. What did the Russian citizens think of Trump? You would
1: never believe they thought he's our guy. First they thought he's our guy. We will have good relationships with him. We can hear he has a Russian accent, as I do have now. But later on we have figured out that's bullshit. Trump, the thing is yes, my opinion and most of our people's opinion about Trump was that he was not kind of a politician. He was a good businessman. He knew how to earn profit, and uh, about monies, uh, he knew what to do. About politics, eh? Not that much. Uh, the I, I, thing is that people who are occupied in business, they are are not um, they are not so much into actions. They are more into words and negotiations. Well. By the way, that's another reason Putin just got tired of negotiations and no actions. Minsk agreements were signed several years ago, and none of these Minsk agreements were were implemented. David Smith, do you think this conflict will escalate to a higher level? I think not. If Western allies, NATO and European Union would have wanted this conflict to es- escalate. They could have just uh, entered with military forces to Ukraine territory and that's it they could have just make an exception and accept the Ukraine to NATO alliance and that's it. but in this case i wouldn't I would probably have not been talking to our dear host. B D just now. In this case.
0: Wow. Um let's see. I'm looking to see what other person. Uh just
1: I thought I thought I have just heard a siren outside my window.
0: <clears throat>
1: nope.
0: No, it's so all is still good. Uh, what do your members in your motorcycle group think uh, about this? Different. You, you probably shouldn't. Very different. You probably shouldn't. Let's not even talk about that.
1: <laughs> no, that's different. Some, some people support uh, what the Russian government does. Some people do not. And uh, the thing is that Ukraine has chapters of multiple multiple uh, chapters of motorcycle clubs in Ukraine red and white red and gold lots of worldwide MCs have chapters in Ukraine I have no idea what happened by the way I should give a call to people I know I know some people who have chapters here and they have brothers from other chapters in Ukraine I'm just very anxious what happens there
0: yeah, so you you know someone that, that has um, uh, family in there that he can't get to or he can't get out? Uh, talk about that for a minute.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I have. Let me. I'll tr- just turn the lights on. It's getting dark here. <clears throat> Ow. Sorry if it's too bright for you. No, no, it's good. It's good. Um, I have a guy I know. His name is also Vladimir. Uh, he is now stuck away from Ukraine, he has dad and mom and his girlfriend in uh, Dnieper city, formerly it was called Dnieper-Petrovsk, but Ukrainians changed the name. Again, as I have told you, they're changing the names completely, just to stay away of everything that's uh, related to Russia i don't know why because it's 100 years of history mutual history so coming back to the topics he cannot get back to ukraine because no aircrafts are flying to or out of ukraine same with belarus and moldavia so he cannot get back and he don't doesn't know what he doesn't know what to do because his family is there and can you imagine how many people are in the same situation uh, my only advice to him was to go to European Union countries in order to become a refugee and maybe have a chance, get a chance, to get his family evacuated to Europe and meet them somehow. I don't know. That's the only choice he has, I guess. Or he has a choice somehow to get to Ukraine, get a handgun and a firearm and try to fight against people who are fighting against his country now. Right. Um, shit, I guess you, your, your citizens felt the same when you invaded Vietnam. I guess is kind of the same. Uh, they, like, uh, is there, your soldiers are fighting uh, against the enemy somewhere far away. But in the other hand, your country is invading a small country that has almost nothing
0: to resist but they resisted they uh they did resist and uh they were were able to see uh to see us uh leave in a very very ugly way um uh but it cost them a lot of people a hell of a lot of lives they lost um hundreds of thousands so, um, somebody said uh, that you mentioned China's moving warships. Do you expect China mm. to invade uh, Taiwan at
1: this point? What what would, mm. what would you say on your side? Why not? They're feeling strong. They have one of the strongest armies in the world. So, why not? They are not tied up with any agreements or democratic uh, ideologies. So, using force is not something new for them. Right. It's not something new. Um, is, 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 would you
0: say, somebody asked, is Putin being held as a hero for this? What would you say the majority of people think, or do you think it's 50 50?
1: 50 50. Some people, he's indeed a hero that is liberating uh, Russian people. <coughs> Uh, he's liberating Russian people outside of our country. He's preserving, as our officials call it, a Russian world. He's protecting Russian world. But uh, my guess is it's not the way, the best way to protect it.
0: Uh, here, one of my uh, subscribers says you've got some serious balls in, in, in America. That's a that's a positive term know. <laughs> it means you I have know. Know. cojones, which is the Spanish word for nuts man um i uh see um i i feel I feel the same i I am so um I am so terrified for you um and uh you know we hear about stuff but we don't know but to hear that come out of your mouth it just sent a, sh- a chill down my back that um I haven't felt in a long time since like since the last time I was surrounded by one percenter (laughs) uh uh let's see uh I'm looking for more questions it's not that I've run out of them but I want to hear um uh how does the Russian media and, and do you have an independent Russian media or is everything from the state you're you're in media aren't you not
1: no, I'm just simple translator. I'm working for a commercial organization here, occupied in construction. I'm just simple translator. Okay. And uh, our official uh, mass media, we don't have independent mass medias. Most of them are declared as foreign agents, mm. kind of a spies so that work for U.S. or some other countries. So... Uh, that's mostly kind of propaganda <laughs> The funny thing is I'm not sure if you are aware of this But are you aware that our Minister of Foreign Affairs Mr. Lavrov His daughter is citizen of the United States of America No. Oh. Vladimir Putin's two daughters Are citizens of the United Kingdom And another of the Netherlands The main propagandist here, uh, Solovyov, he has, as far as I remember, double citizenship, maybe in Italy. And he has his own villa in Como region in Italy. Dmitry Medvedev has his his own, uh, according to some sources, his own grapes garden for creation of wine in Italy. And they are saying that Western ideology is bad. That they have double citizenships. They have uh, bank accounts in Western banks. They have presidential residences there.
0: Well, well hypocrite, h- hypocrites in, in politics is nothing new for the United States. This is, I think, this is a worldwide uh, issue. Mm-hmm. Uh that, uh, people are hypocritical, uh, and, and don't practice what they preach. Um, mm-hmm. now, uh, it is said that the, uh, oligarchs of, uh, of Russia will be, um, severely limited and everything like that. Uh, would they have the ability to sway Putin to do something differently or is once his mind is made, it's made and there's no one that can stop it. I mean, are there people that can, that can sway him to do other
1: things? Mm, you mean, if there is anyone, um, mm-hmm. you mean people who are in, kind of in charge of countries that can move him away? No, no, people,
0: people in, his own, in his own circle, the, the billionaires oh. of, 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 uh, of Russia, the what we call oligarchs.
1: Mm. Uh, he controls absolutely all of them. The ones who didn't want to cooperate with them are uh, now residents of other countries, or they got killed
0: yeah I remember that one guy that uh was it an oil company he had or something he was a billionaire and they uh uh he went to jail for a while and and uh got his his company uh taken over by the government that was pretty pretty tough one that i remember seeing that a few years ago
1: so, um, Berezovsky. huh Berezovsky. right no
0: right yes yes
1: she was killed ah uh, well she no. was found dead.
0: I thought he had escaped to, uh... To, to the UK or something. Uh...
1: Jeez. Uh, well, was found dead... In 2013. Okay. The thing is... Official version is he committed suicide. A billionaire. With accounts. For billion dollars. Committed a suicide because he was a very sad person.
0: Well... I don't know. Um... What is your you know, overall thing that you would say about this? Do you, do you see it coming to an end? Uh, is it just going to be an incursion and then they come back? Or do you believe that they're going to take over all of Ukraine? And Well, you said that perhaps um, uh, part of it will become another
1: country. Do you, think that, do you think
0: that this is the end of the Ukraine?
1: Mm, I don't think so I guess Ukraine will remain on the maps as satellite country do you remember when it was Soviet Union there was Poland but it was a satellite country same as Hungary, Romania same thing, I guess it will be the same that's only my guess and uh, everything I have said in this interview is only my opinion and my guesses. I'm not an official person so everything I have said here is just my opinion Mm, My guess would be that um, Combat actions will go on up to maybe Up to the end of the week And then in one way or another This conflict will be over. The main question for me Is what would be the reaction of western countries On what's happening here by the way, I am not sure if you are aware, but there was planned a meeting of Vladimir Putin and Mr. Trump, uh, Trump Biden, Biden, Right, right, right. In some kind of these days, maybe tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, that was planned. Are you aware if it's cancelled or not? I'm not. I don't know.
0: I think that got cancelled. Uh, one of them that I heard about got cancelled. Mm. Um. I don't. I don't see how they could talk now. Um,
1: about what? Yeah. About what do they have to talk now? I, I don't. Minsk agreements. They are not active anymore because of obvious reasons.
0: What do you the think about? Uh, what do you think about the United States and the the uh, so called um, uh, uh, coalition of countries? What do you think about all of them actually pulling out? And just leaving the Ukrainian people on their own in
1: nineteen thirty nine when war began, Allied countries accepted Poland as their ally. Not single French or British soldier stepped on territory of Poland to defend it in nineteen forty when Nazi Germany declared war with Italy with fascist Italy to Greece. United Kingdom uh, promised Greece they will send troops to protect Greece. Not even a single soldier of United Kingdom stepped on Greece. So, I guess you understand what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, frankly speaking... NATO and European countries never told we promise to send militaries to protect Ukraine against Russia, they never said it. Neither they ever said Neither they ever said they will accept Ukraine to NATO. They didn't give any so say let's say so official promises. Mm-hmm. So that's so, so
0: topic. Well, I, I tell you something, uh, this has been absolutely riveting. We've been talking for about an hour and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's been absolutely riveting. We've got, uh, you know, a lot of people on and, um, uh, I'm sure that this, uh, video will be seen by a lot of folks afterwards, uh, especially people in your mm-hmm. country. Um, I, um, I just wonder: Do you have any any final words to say? Uh, words of hope, or despair, or whatever the case may be.
1: There is a very good song by John Lennon. Imagine. Just listen to it several times, and pray for peace if you're a Christian or whatever religion you share. If you're a pagan, make sacrifices to gods and pray. The war will over soon. If you're Christian, burn candles and pray. If you're a Buddhist, address the universe and ask them for no more blood. Absolutely. Listen,
0: man. I uh, I appreciate you. Getting to know you as a biker has been great. Um, and uh, you know, today I just wanted to talk about something normal. Uh, man, I really, really hope that. Nothing bad comes your way, man, uh, from this. You have a young family, and um, I would hate to have done something that would get anybody hurt anywhere in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. I already did that uh, that thing uh, when I was doing this stuff, so uh, I just want to be retired now. Um, mm-hmm. This is a, a crisis. I, I just can't imagine... Um, what it would be like to be sitting in a, um, uh, in, in a, um, subway right now, listening to bombs, uh, burst over my head, like back in World War II, uh, when, when, uh, that happened before, so, um, can't imagine what it's like, uh, there's no money, you can't get any money out of the bank, um, um, people are sitting in, in, in subways huddled up, um, as you said there's already been um uh, we talked about earlier we talked you and I talked earlier but you said there had been um uh, reports of casualties and and civilian casualties uh at that um and uh doctors have been hurt hospitals are full yeah. and uh yeah we're not seeing much of that on the news like uh they everybody ran out of there so it's not like our normal thing where we have folks embedded and and they're showing video of bombs bursting that's not going on right now which allows me to feel like it's very damn serious Um, Mm -hmm. it's it's incredibly ominous what's going on Um,
1: and I'm sitting here pretty far away from Ukraine about 450 miles well I'm pretty much away Uh, and People there that are sitting in bomb shelters—they don't know what to do. Right. Their homeland is being destroyed.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think that anybody would have ever imagined that we would be seeing a real, like, uh, battle, <laughs> like tanks moving on the uh, European continent. Um, uh, like uh, it's like watching a a, a, a movie, a, a World yeah. War II movie. You know what I mean? I yeah.
1: understand what you mean. The thing is, I was born in Soviet Union in 1988, and I remember seeing people who were veterans of Great Patriotic War, the old guys from World War II who survived, and um, when uh, 9th of May came, uh, that's a big celebration in Russia a victory day for us, over Nazi Germany and the main um, and how do you say it, before you drink an alcohol you're saying some wishes or reasons, what do you drink for, and they have always they have always, these veterans always said I only wish there would would never be a war they always drank for never being a war and uh, one of the most tear-shedding scene I have seen was about three years ago I have seen a video in Russian TV in Donetsk there was an old grandma crying she was saying I have survived the last war why do I have to see this again mm. yeah so my address to all of you is just pray for peace and uh, for all who are suffering during the war wherever they are listen Uh can I say the F word here
0: oh absolutely (laughs)
1: fuck the war that's what I want to say fuck the war
0: fuck the war fuck all war Uh, listen man please keep in touch with me let me know how you're doing we we talked from you know we talk anyway and uh i'm just um i appreciate you coming on um mm-hmm. you know in my you know my whole life we we've we've i've grew up with uh russia as the great enemy and citizens of russia for us have no face you know we we don't get to talk to mm-hmm. you guys uh most of you guys don't speak english anyway uh citizens of russia have no face and 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 so mm-hmm. all we see is russia the bad guy you know we don't think of uh, uh and, and so you have uh, absolutely put a face on uh russian mm-hmm. people just everyday ordinary regular people um and and in in my opinion you've represented your country and uh your countrymen and countrywomen well uh not that everybody would would share your opinion or anything like that but just uh in, in my life, uh, I've always looked at, at television and never seen a Russian person. So you, you might not even believe that Russian people exist. All you might believe is that there's Putin and Trump and Biden and Obama and, and, you know, that's all that really exists. And we sometimes we don't understand that governments move, and that doesn't mean that the people themselves uh, are necessarily in agreement one way or the other. Um but um I'm I'm glad that to know you, two willed brother, glad to mm-hmm. speak with you, glad that we share uh the love of this, this lifestyle and that we can sit down and talk about uh things that perhaps maybe we never would have been able to before. So
1: Frankly speaking I'd wish this interviewing about this topic would have never happened.
0: Yeah, I do too. Um I do too. So we will, uh... We will, uh... Pray for this. Somebody said, what a statement. I survived one war, why do I need to go through another? Uh... Russians are good people. Most of them are just as good as this dude. I mean, we're, we're all good people in the world. We just have, um... These things going on. Uh... That many of us have, um... Uh... No ability to do anything about. But, anyway. Listen. We've got an hour now, and, uh... I'm gonna let you get back to your your world. Of course, it's late there for you, so. um Not have so a, much. 7 p.m. <laughs> have a good evening, man. Kiss your wife. The same
1: for you guys.
0: And same uh, for you guys. Be safe, and and uh, I'll be calling to check on you to make sure nothing happens to you. I'm 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 really in prayer for you. All right, man.
1: The same for you. Right. right safe. Stay safe. I'm giving you a very big bear hug. <laughs>
0: And I am giving one back. I'm bigger than you are, so mine is my bear hug is tighter. <laughs> Take care, my friend.
1: It was a pleasure. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Hmm. What a tough ass, huh? What a tough ass dude, man. I saw so many retarded statements over there. Somebody asked me, Hey, Dragon, can we get rid of... uh," So I'm going to have a... um, I'm probably going to have Lissa and a couple other folks, uh, Lubis, a couple other folks that I trust as um, um, moderators on my channel. And uh, I don't have any moderators. So it's hard for me to run the boards and... um, um, uh, do the interview and moderat- moderate uh, folks that uh, don't have anything positive to contribute and just want to cause trouble and I apologize for that uh, so I'm going to get some moderators on here, some folks that I trust uh, that have been with me forever um, and, and have them moderate uh, the next uh, thing that I do Uh, I guess from now on, it's, it looks like it's necessary. Um, that guy's tough as nails, man. And, um, he's got a heart. And, you know, when I first started talking to him, he was utterly destroyed by this. He, he utterly did not like, uh, what was going on. So, we, um... You know, this is, this is biker stuff too, man. This uh, this affects us all. And it's going to affect us at the gas pump. You know, if you see $8 uh, uh, a gallon gas or something crazy like that, um, this is going to affect us all. But it's not going to affect us as much as some kid sitting in a makeshift shelter in the bottom of... A subway... Not knowing... Um... What the hell tomorrow going to bring... Um... So, um... That, that's who's really going to be hurt... That's who's really going to go through the PTSD... Um, um... Somebody said... I almost teared up when he said... Uh, he might not be here tomorrow. Listen, man, you guys, if you go back and you zoom in, I was crying. There were I was weeping. There were tears coming down my face, and I almost could not continue the interview. And that has never happened to me before. And uh, I thought I was a tough-ass biker, and that guy is the tough-ass biker. Um, Because we know... Putin doesn't play over there. Those they don't they don't play around. It's not like this. You can get on and say, "F Biden" and all the stuff we can do over here, and we can we can call people stupid and silly, and we can talk about um, um, our 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 elected officials like they have two heads. You don't get to do that everywhere. You'll find your ass in a concentration camp somewhere in Siberia so uh, uh, somebody says it makes you really think about the freedoms we have we, we are free to do a hell of a lot in this country um, that they might not necessarily be free to do so thank that young man he's got a young family I've seen, I've seen his wife uh, I've spoken to her um, he's got a young family and, uh, he doesn't need, uh, this shit. He doesn't need to, to, to put himself in danger to, to educate you. So be thankful that he did. He had something he wanted to say as a young man. Uh, young people are like that. They have something they want to say and damn it. They're going to say it. Uh, all right, man. Please do have moderators. The comments today are horrible and sickening. I am... I have to apologize. I never thought I would need uh, moderators. But I'm going to tap a few people that I know. And uh, I wish that there was a way. I'm looking right now. And I wish that there was a way to add them at this particular point. But no need. The interview is over now. Um... I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. We're not going to do any commercials or anything. No get the book or anything like that. This is um, this is different. Um, uh, no moderators, no free speech. Let people make stupid comments. Show you how the whole spectrum of different opinions are. Don't just let what you want to hear be said. Uh, I agree with that, but uh, somebody sitting in here trying to start shit is is not... Uh, The same thing as someone eh, espousing an unpopular opinion. We we had people in here that were really just you know, I don't care about your what politician you like or dislike. Uh, I don't care and I don't care to see it uh, especially when it doesn't have anything to do with the conversation. You know. We're trying to talk about something that's happening and some some folks are getting really silly about things, and I who has time for that? Oh hell! Uh, I do need to talk about uh, one thing, and that is our Selma run uh, that's going on this weekend. I've, I I need to just let you guys know that uh, we will be meeting in Selma. Somebody asked, "Am I going to be there?" I am going to be there. Uh, we'll be meeting in Selma this weekend, um, and you know I don't, I don't want to uh, take time out of out of this video really, uh, but you guys do know that if you're going to be going there, um, that uh, we'll be meeting with only the Strong Motorcycle Club. We'll have um, the G Riders Motorcycle Club and the Iron Gems Motorcycle Club, and we're going to have um, all these motorcycle clubs coming out of Georgia and and other places, and then Black Sabbath chapters from all over the country. And we're going to meet up in Selma at the Only the Strong Motorcycle Club at 12 p.m. Saturday. And we're going to do our first annual ride across the uh, Edmund Pettus Bridge. Uh, and every year for Black History Month, we are going to go someplace new. And so this this year for Black History Month, it's going to be the Edmund Pettus Bridge. And uh, we'll meet up at the Only the Strong at 12. We'll ride over to the bridge. They'll be shutting the bridge down. We'll be... Uh, doing some sort of ceremony on the bridge, I don't know what, and then we're going to ride back to uh, only the Strong Motorcycle Club, where we are going to party like uh, it's 1999. So registration is $10 uh, per motorcycle, uh, and if you have a passenger it's $10, and then uh, any vehicle with two people or less uh, is $10, and then if you have more than two people it's $5. All donations and proceeds will benefit Selma University which is a local HBCU, historically black college or university. Now, the only the strong motorcycle club uh, is at twenty three fourteen Highway eighty East. I always say Highway eighty wrong, man. Highway eighty. It's uh twenty three fourteen Highway eighty East, Selma, Alabama three six seven zero one, and so that's where we're going to meet at twelve. Now there are two um um hotels that we'll be staying at. Holiday Inn Express, 2000 Lincoln Way, and the St. James Hotel at 1200 Water Street, both in Selma, Alabama. So that's where we'll be. Going to ride over, hang out, and then come back, and we're going to party. And if you want to ride with the Black Sabbath, we got so many Black Sabbath chapters heading over that way, so you should call 4D at 478-714-8602. His name is 4D-478-714-8602. If you want to call Black Sabbath and set up where you might want to ride from, and we can hook you up with that, call 4D-478-714-8602. If you want to ride with the G-Riders or call them and find out what's going on, you're going to call Certified at 478-978-7832, 478-978-7832. And if you want to ride with the ladies or talk to... Uh, the ladies, uh, you're a lady that you're coming or whatever, and you want to meet up with the girls and know where they're going to be and everything. I mean, they're going to be following the bros. Come on now. And uh, their name, uh, Iron Jims Motorcycle Club, Queen Sugar, is the person you should get in touch with. 478-456-2478. 478-456-2478. Now, Queen Sugar happens to be a uh, representative of... Um, the um, uh, NAACP, she's a, like a bigwig in that, and uh, she, 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 uh, she wanted to convey that she felt like it was important to, that bikers could actually meet up and come together uh, and hang out and espouse something good and show that, that bikers can make a political power and a political statement too, so uh, it's going to be very good <clears throat> time had by, had by all. I plan to be there. So if you want to hang out with me, if you have purchased one of my books, bring it and I will happily sign it for you. Um, and uh, if you want to buy some of my books, I think I'll have some there. And, uh, you know, I'll take pictures with you and everything like that. So uh, it's going to be a cool thing. So, yes, I plan to be there, uh, Dion. Hopefully you'll come down. Um, and um, we'll do that thing. All right. Uh Bro, anyone who says that uh they don't cry at some point is a BSer. It's not like you cried watching a chick flick. Uh <laughs> I cry at those two. <laughs> uh the fact that people aren't taking this seriously is the scariest part. Uh so no you can't have your opinion over there. it's like that in a lot of countries. Say the wrong thing online, and it is jail time, or worse, uh, they'll show up and beat your ass. Uh, let's see. Um, trying to find the last of uh, the questions. You know, uh, Biden is strong, and and uh, Biden is weak, and Trump is strong, and all this so kind of stuff. I mean. You know what good does it do? the The president you have is the president you have. You you don't have Trump right now, so you need to try to figure out how to help the guy you got. If it's if it's a letter or uh, something, uh, you know we're just going to take this division to our graves. Uh, okay, you're right. That guy's weak. Okay, you're, you're right. Now what? Now now what? What now? Just it it just starts to to drag on you. Black Dragon, we often forget that there are regular folks caught up in the middle of these conflicts, regular people that have jobs and just want to live a life. Especially those people sitting in those um uh possible tombs right now, the, the um, subway system was never meant to be a bomb shelter, I think maybe some of them are built to be that way, but um, you know what I mean, uh, so anyway, prayers for everyone, involved, people are being ordered to go kill innocent people, or deal with the fallout, Thankful for all of our freedom, but sadly, other countries don't have it. So, boy, it's your deal, Black Dragon. You control it any way you desire. Appreciate that, Hellfighter Steve. Uh, war? What is it good for? You? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. I remember that song. Uh, you can always disinvite someone from your house. You can always disinvite someone from your house. This is your house, Black Dragon. Uh, I try to be fair, you know, I try to take in everybody's, you know, and you're not going to always be able to do that. War is politics, unfortunately, I don't understand what anyone, oh, here we go, back to this. Um, and, you know, I, I need me a, I need an engineer that can, that can, uh, help me with this, because sometimes I click on stuff and I'm like, oh, I didn't want to see that. Um... Uh I don't know, uh, Top Hat. I haven't made up my mind yet on that one. Alright, so uh Selma Run Honoring the Victims of America's longest civil war <laughs> still being fought, just my opinion. Uh we got a lot of a lot going on in the human race. I wonder if if, if God is ever coming back if you're a Christian. Maybe God just be like Man, forget them, I ain't coming back. I, I ain't I ain't going back there. To hell with those guys. They ain't getting it. Um, NAACP and bikers don't mix. Well, uh, some bikers mix with the NAACP. This is um a this is a Black History Month run to the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Um, so come or don't come. You know, <laughs> we're gonna be partying. So, uh, all that stuff you guys be on, we're not going to be on that. We're going to be partying. We're going to celebrate on the bridge, uh, the things that were accomplished there. And then we're going to go party. So come if you want, we, we, we'd like to have you, but if you come on that BS, um, you're going to get it. So bring that beyond, bring that, bring, come on on with it. Come on on with it. And, uh, we'll say, we'll see. All right, man, we are going to be rolling out minute 19, hour 19 minutes, way too long. Good morning, Black Dragon. Today, I uh, Ideal was the best interview you've done, bringing insight to a country like Russia, much needed. So we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully, uh, man, I don't even know. Uh, comments are still coming so fast. Uh, I don't even know, man. Um, I hope we did a good thing. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get back over to Compass and see if he's okay. And um, you guys have a great show today. You guys have a good day today. Uh, Is it going to be cold weather on the Selma ride? I don't know. But it won't stop us from rolling. Rain, through or shine, baby. It really don't matter. We're going to always ride. Um, So anyway, Uh, uh, um, that's it. Uh, there'll be no get the book, so I guess this is just it. We're out. But get the book anyway. Alright, I'm Black Dragon. That's my two cents. Love to hear your two cents in the comment section below. Thanks for tuning in. And get skinny.